Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And with me always, it's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, episode 183, man. We back. We back to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, man. Thank you for holding it down for the last couple of weeks, Cash. I'd like to thank all the guests that came through and, you know, held it down. Uh, Listen at all your albums. I really do think they was uh, great. Um, Hopefully I can be on the next interview with you and uh, get to talk talk it up with you. Yeah, man. But uh, while you've been gone, man, and uh, while we've been taking a little, we took a little week off, too, almost uh, in between that. So it's been a good couple weeks. Uh, a lot of albums have come out in the last two weeks. Yay. And uh, Kyrie are recently in the news about a lot yeah. of a lot of shit. A lot of, a lot of interviews have happened. A lot of uh, apologizing. But a lot of, I mean, it's, it's all over the place, man. NBA started back up. They stubborn with it though. They they sticking with it these things, man. Hey, but let's let's appreciate what's going on here, man. I'm still in the process of my move. Still some stuff that got to change over here. So I got an office missing my door right now. Got to get a door up over here. But uh, things are starting to get up in here. I got some pictures. I still got to hang up in the back and everything. But uh, it's gonna come together, man. The full vision up in here. Once I have it all set up, I give a little walk around the room and stuff like this. So I post up some pictures on the Instagram, just how the uh, office list setup is and everything. So, but uh, man, I'm glad that journey's over. I mean, I seen I, I locked in on this house, and then I just seen everybody else move in, move in with their family. Uh, I'm glad to have this space back. Uh, not being that small apartment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sacrifices, good. It's good, man. man. Sacrifices, right? A year, a year, man, being in that tight, confined space. It's not everybody got their rooms, and it's it's, it's good, man. It's a, it's a blessing, man. I really that's, do That's great, it. man. How's how's everybody? How's the family doing and enjoying, are they enjoying the new house and the newfound no, space and separation? And, you know, you don't see them for, for days or hours at a time? Yeah, yeah, Perfect. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's nice. <laughs> Uh, recording right now. It's Halloween. Just took the kids around the neighborhood for Halloween and everything. So they was really loving that. So, uh, how about you? What did you, did dope, you take the fam out for Halloween? Yeah, man, I had to stand by and you know do we divided and conquered. Handed out the the candy and then the kids went around the neighborhood. I mean, we had some pretty elaborate neighbors like that are very like like probably across the street from us that have elaborate setups. But you won't get me to competing. You got it. Some some things, <laughs> some things just gotta give to people. Some things I'm just gonna give to people, and this is one of their holidays. Our holiday happens to be, you know, Thanksgiving, where we have you know meals over the course of a few days and have family over and stuff like that. But Halloween, it, I I get it, man. Some people it's their holiday, it just ain't yeah. mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I felt like uh, watching the Raiders play this weekend. You know what I mean? Like any given Sunday, it wasn't our Sunday. It was yours. Go ahead, go ahead, take all the points. We don't need to score. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna slip that slide by oh whoa. no 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 man but uh we will address those guys pretty soon pretty soon man but uh with, with that said man uh like i said man shout out to the guests uh we got some more more guests coming in the future man uh hopefully i, I won't really let it go quite yet because you know schedules and things can change and i don't want to promise some things but uh, happy early birthday to Prez. He's turning the big 4-0 on the 4th. So happy early birthday to that old man. Now you finally get to 
say your age and look it at the same time. You know what I mean? There's no more. There's no more. Damn, you look young for your age. No, you don't. You do look forty. You do, you do look forty, man. Hey, somebody not far behind me though. Hey, we're, no, we're, no. Listen. Two, two not months. Turn to the new year. Yeah, turn yeah. to the new year, man. Yeah. It's year forty for me. Uh, Lord willing, man. So. Uh, but yeah, man, like I said, happy early birthday and, Thank uh, you, you know, Thank ho- you. hopefully you enjoy yourself. Uh, you're going to see them God awful Raiders. I don't twice. know who gives twice why? in two weeks. I'm going why? to see him you... in Jacksonville. Is that a gift? Is that, a, is that truly <laughs> a gift? And then I'm actually going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas. Is that, is that truly hey. a gift? You know, I just support the team, not cash, you know, uh, you know, hopes of, you know, playoffs, Super Bowl run, all those them faded. They faded, you know, after that that last little loss to Kansas City. I was just like, eh, just just play how it go. You know what I mean? Just let us just make it to next season. Make it to next season. Hopefully we don't have the number one draft pick. That's all I can hope for. I mean, that's that's the joys right now. Well, Cash, you know, I we, we're a little rusty on this because usually I would tell the people, hey, before we get too far into this, Cash, can you tell the people who we are and what we do? We're a little late into it. <laughs> you kind of figured out we, we're talking about sports. We talk about music. Uh, with anything in pop culture, like uh, specifically black culture, we're going we're gonna to mention. So uh, there you go, Cash. I'll give you a little break on that little portion. I kind of yeah. gave you the people an idea of what we get around. But but. Let's go on and jump into this sports. Let's jump into sports, man. Let's jump into these sports first, man, because uh, as I'm mentioning my Raiders and how they're doing at the same time, while I'm deflated, you elated over here with your Eagles flying high, man. Seven Tell us about baby. it. 7-0. We Super Bowl bound. The only, the only thing that can stop us is major injury because we got it in every single category on the field. And this is the first time I could say that since our Super Bowl year. And prior to that, shoot, I don't know. We we had some holes at some place on the field, but right now we're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, I, I just don't know who to stop us. We, I mean, Cowboys are really good, you know, but we handled that. That was without Dak, but I'm not afraid if I'm with Dak or Dak in a big game, you know what I mean? We know what Dak does in big games, so I mean, but I think we're on the crash course to that. Uh, I think we very well can be, shit, I mean, I look at the schedule, man. I, I don't see nothing stopping us from being 10 and 0, to be honest with you. And I don't think the next time we play a team with okay. a winning record is going to be for quite some some time, man. So Houston next on Thursday, we'll handle our business there. Um, we looking like the best team in the league, man. I know everybody wants to push the bills and, Everything they're doing, but every single week, I'm starting to hear a little bit more to detract. They say, oh, Philly looks good. They're handling the people they're supposed to beat. That's what good teams do. I can't help the schedule we got. You know what I mean? At 9-8 and eight last year, we, we barely got into the playoffs. This year, as a result of not being that good last year, we had a schedule that's favorable. You beat who who's put in front of you. You know what I mean, but I'm not putting the cart before the horse because I I understand who we playing. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a fan, you know, which means I'm fanatical, but I'm also logical. You know what I mean, and I know I have to see us playing against some people. So we'll play some of those teams later on in the year. I mean, the Giants again, another team that doesn't scare me. They're in the NFC East as well, but I just don't have no fear. They're playing great bas- uh, basketball. They're playing great football. Have a great coach. Uh, great new environment there. So 
you know, the, the coach, coach is cool, but, you know, sometimes culture comes up against talent and talent wins out. And I, I think we got all things clicking. And like I said, barring an injury, we look phenomenal. And anybody that watches football can see that. So there, there's, there should be no hate. We have to, we have to just continue to keep this going, man, and and keep the ball rolling, man. So I'm, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of everything, man. Hertz has made the jump that I wanted him to make. You know what I mean? And boy, AJ Brown looks like every every dollar oh, worth spending on him was oh, very, very, very good. That was a very good pickup, man. So know that I'm that's happy all I got. For you. That's where my gloat. Know that I'm happy for you, but at the same time. I hate you. I hate your team because I feel like we was in a very similar situation and we did make similar type moves this offseason and yours is working out and mine ain't. Like, we got Devontae Adams. What what, what have that brought us? You know, Derek Carr, you know, was looking three yards. good. Three yards. Derek got the three yards last week. <laughs> Derek Carr <laughs> was on that cusp. You know, he was starting to look good. He getting back his uh, college teammate. He's supposed to make that that leap that we – I mean, it, it's not even a leap now. Like, he's a, a seasoned vet. Like, he should be doing this with ease right now. And now I'm, I'm still like, hey, he's the common denominator on we constantly losing – much as I love car, man, move on. Like, like it, it, the shit ain't work. It ain't worked with multiple multitude of coaches. Seems like it's always gonna have a game or two where car is just he gonna look like shit. You know what I mean? There ain't no better way to put that. You know what I mean? And that that's that get frustrating. That get frustrating. I know it's like a lot of car people out there that love car. Believe me, I love car too. You're gonna hear me when he does good. I'm up here singing his accolades and everything. But at the same time, man, look, I gotta be realistic about what I'm seeing. And I know what I saw last week. A lot of that would fall on the quarterback taking too many sacks and things like this, where we got all these mobile quarterbacks that you see in the NFL who move around a little bit now. Now we still got this old type quarterback that want to stay in the pocket and not move around and do or die situations. Like last week he was mobile against the Texans, but we got an 18-point lead. Now when we actually need you to make some shit happen where we ain't got no points on the board, you just sitting there taking sacks. Fuck that, man. Like It's it's time for you to move on, bro. Yeah, I don't even think y'all made it past the 50-yard line until late into the second half. like Which is coaching, t- which is coaching, which I am not going to take away from that, too. A lot of that got to do with coaching. Coaches should put you in, in a good situation and stuff like that as well. So, overall, defense wasn't good. Offense wasn't good. By You could tell that by the score. So, that is coaching overall. But at the same time, who did, who you, did got, you got some of these in? quarterbacks that just do – just, I mean, Taysom Hill making stuff happen over here. Anybody, like, it, it's some things that you can do to spark a little bit. Like, when, when you got the ball, when the ball is in your hand, uh, when it gets snaps, you touch that ball on every offensive play. If anybody can make something happen, it has to be that quarterback. And I did not see uh, Derek Carr making something happen out of nothing. When shit was going way bad, like, he just took the sacks and, <laughs> let the Saints dictate the 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 pace of the game. Yeah, and for Hill to be a quarterback of his that I mean, come on, we know he's a he's a gadget guy. He's not a starter in this league. And for him to for them to be that creative, and I I'm not saying it was Hill that was killing them. I mean, you it was a team total team effort 
Um, yeah, I mean, they had the Interception, Kamara, yeah. uh, Taysom Hill, uh, Andy Dalton going error free that game. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I just wanted to just yeah. you know let's state the facts. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 whole point is like just is. At a certain point, yeah, I, I would say coaching and putting them in a position, but at a certain point, man, when you're a master of the offense and you've been on a team that long, and, and I get it, it's, he's changing offenses every couple of years, lost coaches in the past with Gruden and just kind of changing offenses, but just, I mean, at a certain point, man, <laughs> you got, you, you, the, the players, the players, too, it's too much talent on that side of the field, especially, especially on offense for you guys to not, score anything against the Saints and their defense is is good this year I think they're probably I don't have their rankings right now but I would venture to say they're they're middle of the pack but that that uh NFC South isn't good as a whole you know what I mean and 24 points where what they're not really putting up points like that on anybody else you know what I mean so it was just like I Raiders got to be the, the biggest disappointment in the league just based on talent hands alone. down Hands down. Now, with that said, I'm still gonna enjoy myself at these next two games. I done paid my money, bro. I'm going there. I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> myself. Like I'm there to support the team. Hopefully, they come out and do something different. At least win these next two to like make my money worth it. But uh, you know, it's other things that goes on. I'm I'm just out there to enjoy the product, the overall product. So if Jacksonville go out there and beat that, I still sit there and enjoy that. If uh, they lose the Colts, I, I mean, I'm in Vegas. I'm gonna have fun. So. I guess that's the that's the bright side. It's not like I'm going to Oakland and uh, you know, now if they lose, what else is there? You know what I mean? It's at Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean least least the car could do is uh on the way back to, to uh Vegas is do some high knees on the flight back. Maybe yeah. that prove it prove Russ. It proves it proves Russ well. You know what I mean? He gave, he came out there and won won them the game, so um, so maybe 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 it can help out Carl. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. <laughs> man, yeah, man. I don't I don't know what it is going on with Russ, man, but he gonna he gonna have some people hating him. Many of them people lead their team. I feel like they're gonna be like uh did you see Patrick Peterson uh making fun of uh Oh yeah, oh yeah. Making fun of uh Kyra, Kyler yeah. Murray playing the yeah, video playing game. video games in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> Is what what them kids play? What they call it? Call of Duty? A modern call warfare? It, yeah. <laughs> hey, getting this. Hey, man. Hey, hey, I, I like when I like people people talk shit and then yeah. it's in a playful tone. You know what I mean? Well, even I like it when you talk shit and it's not in a playful tone either. Yeah. You know that like back to that touchdown with AJ Brown. I'm going back to the Eagles real quick. We we was on two receivers and he pointed at both of them when they fell at his at his ankles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like that type of disrespectful shit too. Like it's yeah. football, man. Like. Guard up, man. <laughs> like, stop me. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, it is what it is, man. So, uh, shit, anything else in the NFL besides our teams you want to Man, you no, bring up? man. That's all I watch, man. I watch it. <laughs> they, they, they fucking up. They putting the Raiders on first thing in the morning. So, like, I watched the, watch that game first, and then uh, it's so disappointing. I just, I just turn off NFL as a whole. I don't give a fuck about it at that point. Uh, so, thank you. NFL for putting the Raiders on and letting their ass get whooped 24 nothing because you gave me my whole Sunday. I was free. I was out doing things. Yo, what are you like? <laughs> what is what is a fan of a of a one win team do for the rest two of the wins, season? Two like, wins, two wins. Sorry, two two wins. Sorry. What yeah. what, is, what is a fan of a two win team with no hope 
do for the rest of the season? Like on your Sundays, what, what do you do? Like, are you just like it's free no to expectation? Open up to- it's no expectation right now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the game because I'm a fan, but at the same time, if they win, well, you got to win about four more before I actually get happy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just that one win this week, and I'm like, oh, everything's done, done, turned around. Like, nah, man, I need to see about four of these. So, right now, it's just. If they lose, hmm, okay, yep, I've been expecting that because they've been losing every other week. If they win, hmm, that's surprising. Can they do it two times in a row? Can they do it three times? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's a freeing sensation. You know, I'm really, like, actually, I'm no. All the expectations are gone. So now it's just like, are we getting a number one draft pick? Where at the same time you look into the Super Bowl. Well, speaking the number of. Uh you know, two times in a row and, and things like that. Let's transition to the NBA and, and kind of talk about some surprising teams. The, the Lakers, they finally won a game. I know that's your, one of your previous teams uh, that you used to follow. They, they're they terrible, too. So if you don't want to claim them right now, I wouldn't blame you either, man. But, uh, but yeah, P, P, and speaking of Magic, man, y'all, y'all got a nice young core Pialo hooping, man. Um, he averaging about 25 in his first five, six games. So you got to get out of real. There. You got a real one. You got a real one out there. Um, shit, some other surprises. I thought, uh, you know, the Utah Jazz, OKC was going to be terrible. Spurs, they all three, four, five wins. You know what I mean? And I didn't see that coming. I thought they was going to um, uh, tank for uh, win by the bye, boo by bow. I, you know, y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was going to tank for him, but like, nah, it, it, it's uh, it's getting crazy, man. And, and just everybody else, man, Brooklyn Nets. Um, and we'll get to Kyrie later in terms of just the shit that's going on in Brooklyn. And yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, but yeah, see, season's young. I think yeah, they're in the I, same I, situation as like my Raiders. Just blow it up right now. Like, who, who cares? You had all these yeah. high hopes. Shit ain't working out. Just blow it up. I mean, especially well, shit. We, we'll hold off. We'll hold off on that until we till we get through the rest. So my Knicks, they're doing they're middle of the road, doing decent, but watching the games, they actually look like a competent team, and they look like they're not going to be an easy out each night. So it's worth watching the game. You know what I mean? It's just not like mm-hmm. they're they're out talented. We finally got a, a point guard in Jalen Brunson, and it looks like a totally different team. It looks functional. So all I say is let the young boys cook. Let the young boys cook, coach. And you, we see what we got with Toppin and, and quickly and the rest of those guys. So, and slowly transition bros and, and some of the older guys out of the rotation and, and, and let the young guys do what they do, man. But still early, you know, I ain't making no proclamations about playing in, uh, in the playoffs or anything right now. I know I joke about it to my, on my homies and shit like that, but nah, I'll, I'll curb my enthusiasm with that. You it's know a long I mean? season. It's a long very, season. Very long season. Um, Trailblazers, the Warriors, the champs, they've taken a few losses that I didn't think I would see them take um, this early on. But, I mean, it's to be expected, you know. Teams are going to give you their their biggest shot. So, I mean, I know that's a lot of cookie-cutter stuff. Ain't nothing too crazy there. Um, you know, a lot of load management. And I wanted to ask you that question, man. Like, what? We, 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 had an, we in the air. Why is not playing? Um, you know, we in this era of just, like, load management from the jump. And this is like with guys who haven't played a whole fucking season. So I, I'm I'm kind of, I'm. it really just hit me the other day to where I was like, prayers like, if you have been out for an entire season or more, how 
how are you still low managing at this point? Like, what's what's the point in that, especially when you're relatively man, young I'm, in your I'm, early I'm, 30s? We're going to end all the little PC talk, man, like and everything, man. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, it just feels like I get everything that they're going through and they put their bodies through. But overall, they seem soft to me at this point. If you can't go out there and just play these games, man, like I'm tired of hearing the load managing. You're soft, man. Get your ass out there and play. For real. Right. And they'll they'll talk about like uh especially with Kawhi, his de- degenerative muscle and like some of his injuries. Like if you really pay attention to one of his injuries, uh, and they were talking about a degenerative state to which as he gets older and continues to play, it's not gonna get better. It's only gonna get worse. You know what I mean? And no I don't know if a lot of people paid attention to that, but I did and I'm like, well shit, maybe that's the reason for his load management, but at the same time, with so much time off, he's not playing as much. And then he's kind of getting re-injured and he's missing time. It's like, maybe it's time to blow that up. Like, I mean, maybe this is the title of the episode, blow this shit up. Because yeah. there's a, like, they're not really going to be good unless you pray and hope that by, you know, they make the playoffs and that they've done the right amount of just leveling out to where they get there. And now they have their full complement of bodies to really just go balls to the wall. At the Bruh, end, like, you know what I, I mean? I'm tired of well-wishing all these athletes like, uh, hey, man, yeah, they they, they doing all this. Bruh, the, the lifespan of an athlete is short, right? So I understand they want to extend the, their time in the league so they can maximize their money. But as a fan, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm tired of that shit. Get, out, get tricky, your ass out there and play. territory. We, we we didn't we didn't paid our money like we're the one who's allowing for this whole little deal and everything. I understand the way you want to do and load management and everything, but that's that's putting the inferior product or you know uh, for our team or somebody else, and you taking chances that shit just gonna work out later on down the line, and it, it's gonna work out for you. You're gonna constantly get paid longer, but do we? get to see our teams go to the championships and stuff like this, where we went all in and gave somebody a max contract, or I say we, like it's my money. It's not my money, but yeah, you know, yeah. as a fan, you, you're hoping that these players and stuff come along and like they, they get there. Like, but the way shit is going and the way stuff goes into the, if you have that train of thought that is all about you, then why should I watch or get invested in a team? And without me being invested in a team, they use the logic for that is, you know, helping out them. Them, It's all about them and stuff like this. But if we and fans use that same logic, they wouldn't make as much money. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, I, I get it. The TV contracts, the fans and and everybody that, that We're, really the fans loves are the responsible game. for the TV contract. We're responsible for the TV contract. It's only going to be that because we putting eyes on there as fans. You know what I mean? So... Like I said, once again, they're 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 skirting around something that's like they think that is just constantly constantly gonna grow, and I, I feel I like there's long- a saturation point up in that way where it's just gonna it's not gonna even out. Like, yo, I, I wonder players- how long before um these players, and I'm pretty sure they might be in contracts, but like just to where these these number of games, how much they play, and and like how when that actually gets put into a contract. Like I would love to see a, a contract of a of a guy that's often injured. You know what I mean? Or that's coming back from a restructured contract like a Clay Thompson or a 
a Kawhi or Jamal Murray, like guys that are like stars and or superstars to see what's in that. You know what I mean? Because I, I think that we're at that point right now with load management so much over the place. Yeah, I know this new technology, there's new medical advances and, and, and I get it, but to be out for over a year and return and you're still taking it easy as early as October, the first week of the, the season, you got, you got to be shitting me, man. It's, it's, man it's, it's all insane. the analytics and all this little stuff, load management, analytics, all these things like just coming in together, just, I, it really frustrates me, man. It's like a, everything is a video game almost. That's kind of how they treat all this stuff. Like, Oh, I'm going to save up. I'm going to make sure this person a little bit more health. Don't get him a bonus over here. And, and, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing that's that's put to chance. Just like your will versus this person's will. Like, that's usually what we came to sports and kind of seen. But now they, they kind of just nerdified, like, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely it's, big business right now. You know what I mean? I For get sure. that it's big business, but I'm saying, like, you know, on that little point, just like all the, the analytics and they, it's, it's killing the product to me. I can agree. I can agree. All right, man. Uh, let's let's get to Kyrie, man. And before we kind of get back into music and stuff like that, which is you know our, our bread and butter and stuff like that. Like, have it, have you paid attention to kind of some of the stuff that's been happening with Kyrie and and just the things he's been tweeting, his press conference, and and yeah, the fallout yeah. from that and the outrage. But what yeah. are, what are your immediate thoughts with just him kind of taking over Twitter and just like the sports talking points for the last? couple days man it's just social media is a downfall of a lot of people man and bro like some of this stuff if you think that way just keep it to yourself don't even must put it out there you just giving them another reason to hate on you do whatever but you're putting that energy out there you're putting that that whatever you're doing because you're trying to get somebody to be on your side of your way of thinking if you think that way who gives a fuck what the media guy thinks or why did you even have to put it out there anyway? Who who's who are you trying to reach and get on your side in social media? I, I, you know how I am with like social media. I don't understand a lot of it in the thought process behind it. How people just can't take themselves away from it. Like, why do you have to post everything? There's no need in it. Yeah, and and I think that's ultimately what get them in trouble. Right, and I, and I think like from my perspective and just kind of knowing what he. He posted, you know, um, the book is in the, the movies, Hebrews to Negroes, um, a lot of anti-Semitic tropes. So I, I've actually looked it up for, you know, I didn't watch it at all. It was three and a half hours. So let's start right there. This movie was three and a half hours. And it seemed like watching the press conference that I wasn't, Kyrie said that he had watched it in full, the, the whole three and a half hours. I I I gotta trust the man at his word, but that's three and a half hours. The yay drink champs, and I'm gonna come back to that, is almost three and a half hours. How do you have all this how do you have all this time to watch it? And then in this in before he said he watched it, right, Perez, he said, Yeah, uh, I was looking up some stuff to kind of just kind of brush up on some things personally, as far as just his his religious beliefs or just his beliefs in general. Googling some stuff. This is one of the first things that came up. He saw it, read a little bit about it, decided to tweet it. That's it. And that's why you and get yourself he, in trouble. 
Right. But, you know, then he goes on to say he he watched it. So my thing is, OK, dog, if you watched it and you saw a lot of these things, I'm not saying to to nobody is deserves the truth or whatever you believe the truth to be. But what I am saying is if somebody. If somebody else tells you at a very basic and elementary level, yo, you hurt me by tweeting this out or I feel this way because you tweeted this out. You can't then say you can't then want to be right to the point where you don't acknowledge this person's feelings. You know what I mean? Like you, you, at a very simple point, that's that's how my brain works. And then that's kind of how he he kind of came off to where he was more concerned with being right, knowing history and, and not hiding it from people. And I get it. Like, I, I get it. Like, whatever you believe in is what you believe in. The things that you research is what you research. But I think. He's walking a very fine line, you know what I mean, when he comes to saying, yeah, I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to stand on what I stand on when you see what's in this this documentary. You know what I mean? When you when you listen to what's in this documentary, like six million Jews did die during the Holocaust. I don't understand how is that that is that a false thing? I think everybody could say that that happened. You know what I mean? And that's just one of the things that 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 documentary mentions. And he just kind of kept going on and on. And I, and I get it. They were trying to um, press. They were trying to say that uh, he was promoting this this movie, promoting the book and promote. I don't think he was promoting anything. I just think it was more of a just negligence to do his research prior to that. That That's all. That's all I think. It, it has nothing to do with his beliefs and attacking his beliefs. His owner comes out. He's he's against uh what Kyrie says. So now it's a it's a whole freaking mess, man. You know what I mean? And then just a week prior, uh Alex Jones, uh, another <laughs> well, they call Kyrie a conspiracy theorist. I I won't I won't name call, but there's another guy, Alex Jones, known conspiracy theorist, and he says, you know, he's been tormenting like the family of Sandy Hook for the last couple years and stuff like that. Kyrie tweeted out something about this guy. Like, fam. Yes, you are human. Nobody's trying to dehumanize you at all. I'm not trying to dehumanize you, but read the room, Maji. You have over 21 million followers. Not all of them are impressionable, but they might be. You represent an organization. Like you, you there's a bigger responsibility here. You know what I mean? And and I think if we could understand where he was coming from instead of him being so defensive, if he can probably uh, He's, he's an intelligent man to me, I would think. You know what I mean? How he's calm, how he explains himself. But sometimes I don't think he gets to the why. It's just like, often feels like a lot of contrarianism, you know, to me. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I just I just don't get why. At the end of the day, man, some people, like his teammate, just wants the hoop, man. Like, that's what he did for the win championships. All his personal beliefs, business dealings, religious beliefs, political beliefs. KD don't give a fuck about that. I, I would venture to say that shit. Like that's why he wanted to fucking leave. He tired of this shit. So I toss it back to you, Press. Blow this shit up or not? Because this shit in Brooklyn is we not even ten games in, and it's a full on back drama after this summer and everything that happened. Man, it was always drama with uh, Kyrie though. Kyrie left because he wanted to do it on his own with I. Uh, Without LeBron, he went to the Celtics. That didn't work out. Then he going over here to the Nets, and 
uh, you know, standing on his beliefs about COVID, doing all the little nonsense in the room, putting the the, the scents and everything, and uh, walking around the stadium. The dude is in it like <laughs> he believes what he believes. You knew he was a little bit weird. Are you trying to follow the dude? I would put it on like at the same time. All y'all people who are talking about Kyrie, right? You're choosing to follow him. The minute he said all this stuff, unfollow him. Why are you still like, if you feel like that's what, that's what he does, unfollow. If he had 21, I should not be able to go on Instagram right now. If you told me he had 21 million followers, he should have about 10. Do you but think, if not, you, the rest right, of the world you, is there for the, they're, they're, they're there for the, the nonsense that they're going through right now. you Yes, he has the platform. Yes, he promoted something, but it's on you to choose at that point, or you can continue to listen and follow all this nonsense. And 21 million followers is probably still there right now. I, I would venture to say it may have went down, but it's not went down enough as you think it million, should. Yeah, man. Million. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I would venture to say that, uh, you know, I, do you think like having that level, being that talented, um, being that... uh you know, a face of a franchise and as, as a sports figure, as a music figure, uh, as a public figure, when you have that amount of followers and, and, and people that, you know, kids that look up to you, do you think you need to be responsible for what you, you put out there as opposed to the normal person that doesn't have as much followers, doesn't have the, uh, I'm, you know, doesn't have the following and stuff like that to kind of affect or promote change and or degrade change and, and stuff like that? Do you do you think that... Because remember when Charles Barkley was like, you know, I'm no role model. Uh, he's not, not a role famous. model. Not a role model. Right. So do you feel like... Do you feel the same for these athletes or is that just something that Chuck said, but in all actuality, dog, you, you do have to carry yourself a certain type of way as a professional I mean, I feel like in professionalism, brand. like that's kind of, yeah, what the NBA kind of stand for. If you don't want to be part of the NBA brand and... Hey, you can you make think? less and you can go do you can do whatever the hell you want to do. But I mean, as you start supporting that whole thing, yeah, you do have some I think you should have some essence of, you know, kind of catering your your talk and everything. But at the same time, you you want to the NBA want to showcase these people personality. It's kind of how they get money and stuff too. So the controversy is kind of selling a little bit that because they can just be done with them. I mean, they they was done. NFL was done with Cap and his you know, his type of rhetoric. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's so it's a good leverage. So, I mean, this controversy is doing the NBA favors. And I feel like to having people watch the Nets, who's not putting a good product out on the, on the court right now. You know what I mean? So there you go right there. So, but the dude as an athlete, he's amazing. balling. He's amazing. balling. <laughs> he's balling this year. And that's, that's amazing. the, that's the Can't, sad part. I so now, so now I think it comes back to the point that me and you try to make a lot. Can you separate the person from like their their skill, their athlete? So he an athlete, right? We we talk about it a lot in music. Some people in, that's musicians that did some crazy stuff. I still like their music. I don't support what they're doing, but the music was good. It was it was there for a portion. I don't support what Kyrie doing, but the dude's a hell of an athlete. 
And you know I love, I mean? I'm not I love gonna... hoop. And I love hoop. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love to watch the game and how he plays the game is to me is poetry in motion. Uh how certain um and we'll we'll get to Ye later on in terms of but that. I, but I, just from Yeah, I'll I get what you're saying. No, and uh, you was getting to the yay portion. I was going to say, and that go the problem right there. It's just like, so I feel like as we should be turning, don't, if you say he had a platform, he did the wrong thing, why are you giving him an even black, bigger platform to continue to spew his nonsense? Right? Yeah, you, you, we're yeah, we're sitting the... right there to actually like, explain yourself, put it here. And he explains himself several times. You said like, hey, 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 but, 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 but. Like, okay, so who who is misusing their platform? Because then it's irresponsibility on the media at that point as well. In, in my eyes, because you could constantly let him go out there. I understand it's free speech. He's going to put what he want to put out on Twitter, whatever. They're going to ban him, do, do all this stuff. But why do you have to constantly get him the platform to continue to do stuff like that? And that's I think kinda... it's simply because he's the face of the franchise and there's certain responsibilities that come with that. Like if you tweet something, you say something, you do something, you know, on or off the court, those, those questions are fair to ask. I mean, the media is kind of, the media is necessary too. You know, if it wasn't for the media and how they covered the game, the game wouldn't be probably as, as, as interesting. You have to really love the game to pay attention because the media helps people, you know, novices and, and people that are fair weather, watch the game, all of the reports on it, like the, they increase the fanatical, you know, reach uh, of the product. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I know people have a love-hate thing with uh, media, but I think both, you know, the the actual athlete and the questions they were asking him are valid. Like, you got to stand on, like, if I put something out there, I got to stand on what I say and or say, you know what? damn, I didn't even really do my research or I didn't do this. Like, it's okay. Like, it's it's not, there's, they don't make you uh, any less than a man to backtrack whatever you have to say. I mean, just look at, yeah, he he went on, he's already started apologizing for certain things that he's he said over the course of the last couple of weeks. And whether you believe it or not, and, you know, and, and that's to, you know, anybody's, however you feel about that, you know, it's okay to to go, you know, on apology tour, as people would say, you know what I mean? But you have to really believe that. But I, I would honestly say that I don't think Kyrie is going to do that. And he doesn't appear to be that type of person to to kind of <laughs> turn and, and kind of say, hey, I see the error of my ways. Like, I, I, I can't recall the last time I've seen him do. Yeah, he's, he's very, stubborn very guy. stubborn. Right, right or wrong or indifferent. Some people applaud him for it. Some people don't. You know what I mean? And 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 I, I get it both ways. Like some people was like, yeah, what he says makes sense. And, you know, with the yay piece, you know, and I'm, I know I'm making the correlation between the two because it's kind of similar, you know, but it's just the timing though. Prayers like the anti-Semitic uh, tropes that they, they say that are in this, this movie, this, this book coming off the hills of yay and all of the endorsements and all of the things he's, he's lost based on the things that he said for over a few interviews and stuff like that. This is just bad time. And re- like I said earlier, Prez, you have to read the room. And if you are going to be a, por- a part of a corporate structure like the NBA, and you are, sure. um, you know, under something, you have a bunch of endorsers and stuff like that. Uh, it's, to be honest, Prez, you, at a certain point, you've heard this before. You've got to play the game. If you don't want to play the game, then you could take what the fuck you want. And, I, and I'm cool with that, but you, you're probably going to lose these contracts. You're probably going to lose these certain things. And 
it comes with a certain type of balance, and I don't mean, and that's that's really it. You know what I mean? So, like you said, you might want to just your personal beliefs, your political beliefs, and all these other beliefs. You just might want to keep them to your fucking self, and until you in a position to where you you can say what the fuck you want, you out of the league possibly, and you do do what you do. Whoever follows you follows you, but for right now. You do have to get up in front of that podium and you do have to speak. But um, I know I'm being long winded on it, but the Nets at this point, man, they 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 have to if he continues to be this adamant and not about not apologizing and not acknowledging what's in that documentary. You know how how big the Jewish community is in New York City? Huge, huge. It's a huge presence. So. It, it, I don't think this is the end. I think we're just, you know, at the beginning of what could possibly be with uh, this whole Nets fiasco and, and, and things like that. So Man, I'll leave he it there. Them, he giving them out. But uh, I didn't like how you was kind of correlating it with the Yay stuff up in there because Yay's situation, I feel like it's a little bit different. We done spoke on Yay several times. We know that Ye gives certain uh, media, give, just by having them on, going to give you a little bit of bump. But at the same time, I think I've been talking about that Ye has, you know, he's been diagnosed. He's saying he's bipolar, right? And it just seems like when he's going on these random chances. Yeah. Can I say something real quick before? I don't mean to interrupt. What I would, he recently said in, in the latest apology that I saw him outside of, I think he was maybe at his kid's game or something like that. He went on like a, maybe a 20 minute or so. Um, it was a, a, a apology. We'll just call it an apology of him kind of, he'd be dropping some gems and saying some things that kind of made sense. But again, with a lot of Kanye stuff, you kind of have to like really tune in for the long haul. And if you like a person like me where you lose interest quick when you like, like motherfucker, get to the point. But anyway, my point in saying that is that he said he was misdiagnosed. He didn't say about being, whether it was bipolar, but it, it was just something to do with his exhaustion. And I'll send you the clip here um, after we get off the pod. So he said he was misdiagnosed. So throw that into the, <laughs> that theory okay. out there. Just putting that I out mean, there for he, you. He can, he can say misdiagnosed, but I'm just going off his actions and the little bit I know about somebody who's, you know, has mental issues. Him going up there, doing the president run, going on his little rants, him doing the rants at the concerts, uh, when the people there for the music, uh, bro, like he's having little mini breakdowns, depressions, with how he did uh, drinking himself to, uh, you know, at the little thing going through saying that about Taylor Swift and all these things. He done had multiple incidents that's very similar to this that makes it, when somebody says that, I can see the train of thought through the, actions that he didn't did throughout his life. Now, I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose it. I ain't saying that. But the outbursts, the things of just blatantly saying stuff, being a super asshole about these things, man, you you hope. <laughs> I ain't gonna say you hope, but I mean you 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 will want you want to think the best of people. You want to think the best of the person, like even with the music and stuff like this, like that's not not them. And they're gonna say, you let Ye tell it, we all reprogram and we thinking we ain't thinking correctly. Well, if you're the only person that's thinking this way or you thinking that everybody else is, that means that you're outside of the norm, regardless. You're outside of the norm. You're still the crazy one. Like, right? I think it's uh and and we yay, man, like he's he's doing things that or like his his okay 
all I can hit to this, man, and maybe this is just again like how my brain works, prayers. There's there's things that Ye cares about, right? And um in the fashion industry, how he's treated and um the powers that be, the people that are stopping him from doing whatever it is that he's trying to do. Um, you know, with him to me, he's like he takes two steps forward and then takes a few steps back, you know, with certain things that he's talking about. Like when he was talking about Adidas and how his contract is set up and and just other gap and all these things, like he be saying some some shit, you know what I mean? Like it's just all of it isn't just bullshit that that he says, but then, you know, you take the the one sound bite from the, the various things he said over the week, or, or a few sound bites, and and in all honesty, you know, the Drink Champs interview in particular, you know, if you sat and watched the entire entirety of it, it wasn't nobody. It didn't appear to me that this guy was crazy. It didn't appear to me that this guy is losing it or or he's just one of these people that take a long ass time to get to wherever he's trying to get to in terms of a of a point. It's just whether or not do you value his input? Do you value what he has to say? And if you don't, if you feel, if you if you for one feel like you smarter than him in a Kyrie and shit like that, or you you handle how you handle things in a in a, a more um in a more uh, uh lack of better words. A, a more political or grown up way than those guys and, and how you would deal with, with that type of stuff, then, then you probably don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Because no matter what they say, you'd be like, ah, all right, dog. You know what I mean? Like I hear what you're saying, but you know what I mean? Like why, why do you care about this? Why do you care about that? Why does, you know, you being richer than people make you feel like you're, you're um better than them. You know what I mean? Or and shit like that. If you're a man like me to where I, I know I need money to live, but that value of that dollar doesn't necessarily mean I respect you more or your your rank in a certain position that you hold. You know what I mean? I, I look at a person as a person and treat them accordingly, you know, based on, on who they are, not necessarily what they got in their pocket and or what prestigious uh, position that they hold. You know what I mean? So it, I don't, it's not that I don't care because clearly we talking about it because these these two guys are, you know, we watch the finals. We watch Kyrie Cook. We've watched his career bloom in the ebbs and flows of it. We've watched Ye be one of the, the dopest producers, you know, of our era. You know what I mean? Um, when people call him a genius, they say, this motherfucker ain't a genius. Well, if he, he might be a genius in this one spec, which is music. You know what I mean? And he had a long, he's had a long career. Some of the music, it's dope. Some of it is not, you know, he just like anybody else that's been around for a long time. But, you know, you you asked me a question earlier and I don't think I really answered it in terms of can you separate the two? And I'll say it just really depends on my moral, your moral uh, individual's moral compass. You know what I mean? I'm not. I, yeah, it just really depends on the individual's more. It just does, because you may welcome you, like you said, the R. Kelly, I'll bring that up since we talked about that that off the pod. You you still fucking listen to the R. Kelly. I, okay. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's that's where you at with it and how you, you want to do things. I necessarily was like, yeah, the shit that he did, I don't, I, I don't care how dope the remix to Ignition was or some of them songs. Like, I, I got more than enough music to where I don't necessarily ever have to Go back to that, but that's that's my personal moral compass. I don't judge you for what the fuck you listen to or who you like. We we have arguments amongst each other with music because we homies. You know what I mean? And, and we 
we have these knockdown drag out arguments, but in all actuality, if you wasn't pressed, you think I would give a fuck that you still listen to R. Kelly? I'll be like, oh, you, I would judge you and all that. No, I'm like, all right, nigga, that's, that's you. <laughs> Do you, you know what I mean? And, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Like we're a bunch of fucking hypocrites as, as human beings. You know what I mean? So yes, I do like when I hear "Touch the Sky" or when I hear, um, um, what's another fucking yay song or like "Late Registration" or if I go back to college dropout, I feel the same fucking way. It takes me back to the same place in my life to where whatever I was going through, where I love this this project. You know what I mean? And that that artist had a big effect on me. Kanye, as far as just the music. R. Kelly, not necessarily. He was around. And that's that's, and that's why I get it with the R. The Kelly. Exactly how you're saying. It's just like, those were points in my life, you know, me, me hearing that music and like, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not going to just shut out a portion of the music ha- had an effect on me back then, right? It was good music. Now, what R. Kelly did as a person, that's on him. You know what I mean? That's he's he's paying his time. He's doing all that for that right there, right? But the music, I don't correlate with <laughs> me doing these things or anything like that. It's just it's just the music that's in the background. We listen to music from people who done kill people. We listen to music from people who done like all <laughs> like you could you could sit there and nitpick at all these little things and you say my moral comfort is off. But like okay, so you listen at. Only uh, drug rap, so whatever, right? Class your moral. Yeah, I, yeah, right. That's my, that's my. But I, I don't sell drugs. I grew up around it. I wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but I enjoy that shit just like I enjoy watching Scarface. I enjoy The Wire. I enjoy seeing shit that. Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I, nothing, just, I don't enjoy nothing that R. Kelly did, but the music was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what what I'm saying is, I enjoy the fictional. The fictional tales. Now, if these guys, these guys are really out here doing it and shit like that. So that's where the hypocrite in me, right, comes because I'm I'm a kid from Brooklyn or old man now, if people would consider me that, from Brooklyn, and I I, I despise having to walk up certain blocks with a knife in my boot, whatever it was. If I was going to do certain things, as simple as going to a fucking pizzeria. Or going somewhere, but I know I had to navigate or visit a girl. I know I had to navigate these different blocks. I'm on my feet or on my bike. You know what I'm saying? I hate that I had to go through those type of things and live that type of way. and Or get robbed or threat the threat of getting robbed. I've been robbed before, you know what I mean? I hated motherfucking thieves, and you know what I mean? Like, But when I hear it on the music, I enjoy it. That's the hypocrite in me. And I fully acknowledge it. I can't help it. That's the type of shit I like. I grew up on that type of music. You know what I mean? Do I do any of those things? No. Did I used to rap like that? Yes. Idiot. I was young. <laughs> I was young and I'm no longer young, so I have a different purpose and I I think differently. You know what I mean? But the music is what I, that's what I like, man. And I'm sorry. You know, I'm an imperfect human being. Just don't pay attention. Like you said earlier, don't pay attention to it. Like if if... It's gonna be in your face. Did did you watch the Kanye three and a half hour um joint, or did you just Hell catch the no. clips? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care for none of it. Minute y'all told me like what Ye is doing, it's just like, bro. Like now I'm. I'm, I'm but Prez, I'm, actually, actually, how can I you get talk more, about I'm Ye more, without I, watching it? 
I get more <laughs> you know? ups- I get more upset about what's going on and the people who are trying to take advantage of the situation. Mm, Nor- talk about Nor- it. Talk Nori about knew- it. Talk about Nori it. Nori knew what was going on and like how uh, he-, he had just came off the what was the other show that he had just came off of and it, the the shop right he had did the shop. Episode, yeah, shot right? with LeBron. And, yep. and, and LeBron and had kind of shut down. And then Nori just, oh, oh, you can come in. He was looking for the views. He's looking to capitalize off the situation too. So you just as grimy as like, like you you knew what you was gonna get. Yeah, he wasn't gonna come there and say nothing different. You knew that. You knew that. So, so do you blame, do you blame back to you blame you you talked about it earlier with Kyrie, but so do you blame his quote unquote friends? Because earlier this year, or not even, I don't even think it was a year ago. Um, Kanye was on, or sorry, Ye was on Drink Champs and had one of the best, I think, probably one of the best interviews of the year. You know what I mean? In terms of just like seeing Ye comfortable, he didn't seem like all this crazy talk that people say about him. He didn't. He just seemed like a regular dude. What? Can I just go back and listen to the episode? I said he was talking crazy in that too. I, didn't I don't like think that. he seems crazy. Yes, he did, think, bro. Like, he was like, sitting there talking about his little coat that he was building up and everything with his little, you know, he's going to take everybody to Wyoming and he got this little this little group and this little group. The dude was talking fucking crazy, bro. You just avoided. You wanted to hear what you uh, wanted to hear. You, nah, nah, you I don't. engulfed like, in the situation. <laughs> you was engulfed in the conversation, but he was talking fucking crazy, bro. Like, I literally, like, some of some of our family members, I don't say they talk like this or talk like that, but like some of them are, are far out there with their beliefs, and I don't think that they're crazy. I just think that I absolutely Man, fucking don't shit? agree with you. What was the other thing like, he was talking know? about? Oh, my purse is my home, or whatever he was saying. Like uh, you know, all he carried around is his bag. He don't have a place to live, and that's not what you remember this now. Are you remembering yeah, this? Bull- yeah, it's, it's he was bullshit. talking fucking it's, crazy. It's, he was talking fucking crazy, Cash. <laughs> But yeah, crazy bullshit, whatever we want to name it. I, I mean, just like it just seemed like he, but it seemed like he was sane. Like he believes that shit. Like I, but like I don't, I don't care. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just don't care. You're what, rich and people want to yeah. be around you, so they gave you a place to stay. If you're broke and you did that dumb stuff right there, you're homeless. You're a bum. Get out my face. That that's that's kind of <laughs> that's the correlation he was telling. Everybody shouldn't have own a home. You don't need to own nothing. You just need to own your couple of items and stuff like that. No man, I need to put a shelter over my uh, head for me and my kids, so everybody can feel safe and everybody can, you know, I can protect my family. That's that's yeah. my goal. Yay. It's, it's- so, so different, we, we going back and yeah we going, we going back in circles. around the circle yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We going but, in circles, but, yeah, but yeah 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 it's crazy man yeah yeah and people constantly giving that platform uh, I think they should have just went back from there hey yeah going through his thing he's talking nonsense right now how about we go back and rewrite we watch genius you know what I mean because that was the thing that kind of normalized us and you're like man. Yeah, all right man remember he that been some shit. he was going yeah, crazy right. and then yeah. he did that then that came out was like. Okay, I, this is why we love Ye. Right, kind of right. brought that and, feeling and back. Again, and then again, now y'all gave the platform to just go ruin all that again. Again, the man has been through some shit in life, just like a lot of us. You know what I mean? But at times, it doesn't give you the right to. I mean, you like I said earlier, you in a certain position when you're talking about the Yeas and the, and the, the Kyries of the world, like. What you do and what you say is going to be elevated to heights far beyond what you even could imagine. So you and and I think these guys are aware of their influence. You know what I mean? Like this this dude literally said, 
in the apology video that I watched right before coming on was that uh, this is God's way of humbling him by all of the things that he's lost financially, all the different companies that have dropped him and, you know, and just kind of really was making it okay. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. He's understanding. And then he come right back and say a few other things to where it seemed narcissistic. And I was like, damn, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's why that in that little apology, it was tough to get through those 18 minutes because I wanted to see if he apologized for these things. And there's a bunch of things out there to say what he apologized for and several different things, but him taking 20 minutes to really. That you could have did something better with your life in those damn <laughs> 20 minutes. instead. Of... <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. But I do, I do. I'm trying to, to do my podcast. Choosing, diligence. I'm doing my podcast. This, yo, if, if it wasn't for the podcast, you know, you know, if it wasn't for the podcast, you know, I I would, this would be the last thing on my fucking agenda to-do list. But if we going to talk about it, I want to at least have something to talk about to give the people, if they haven't, if they haven't even watched it, you know what I mean? I did take in, you know, a couple, not a, I'd probably say 30, 40 minutes of the drink champs. It, it got better, but I, I just got busy and sidetracked and it's three and a half hours. Like, I I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? But if you want to listen to somebody break it down, there's lots of podcasts that have done it. One of our podcast brothers, Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. I repeat, Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. He did a whole episode. It's about 30 minutes dedicated to just breaking down um, the things that Ye has kind of, you know, been in the limelight for the last couple of weeks. So he has a, a really, you know, opinionated uh, take take on those things. So you, you go see a different uh, viewpoint. Uh, other than ours So so with that said man I want to get into something A little bit Fun Gosh. and not as heavy You know what I mean uh, let's, let's get to this music A lot of shit has dropped Over the last well, couple of weeks Last two months A, a lot of qualities Where we at we Where we at we got, we got to do a part two bro We already an hour into this man And yeah, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. But This is big stuff That we want to discuss And, and talk about this But I feel like yeah, we the music that we want to talk about is over the past couple of weeks, and uh, our uh, item that we want to put out there is just like, do you do you sit with the music anymore? I mean, because we know like how we have to go in and constantly kind of review, and uh, but do you sit with the music, and what are you enjoying? And and these items that we put out are classic. Are you revisiting them? And uh, I think over the time frame that I had away from the pod, I got to like really, you know, go back into what I was liking and stuff like this. So I feel like we're going to get a little deeper into that and uh, keep it going and everything. But like I said, this is, we're back. This type of conversation. I enjoyed the conversation. I want to really get into the music stuff. And right now, if we did that, I feel like it'd be too much of an overload. So part two. <laughs> 